Hello everyone, welcome to the 10th episode of my podcast called Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah, and the song that I can't seem to get out of my head this week is Astronomy by Conan Gray. Welcome to the 10th episode. It is so insane that we have made it to 10 episodes here on the podcast. Thank you for joining me for all of these 10 episodes, so I hope there's 10 more. In honor of 10 episodes of the podcast, I have created a playlist called Hannah's Song of the Week, and on this playlist are going to be all of the songs that I talk about on the show, starting all the way back to the very beginning when we talked about Good For You. So as of today, this playlist is 10 songs long, but I will keep adding songs as I keep making episodes. So if you wanted an easy place to listen to all of the songs that I've been talking about on this podcast, that playlist is going to be available for that. I'll find a way to link it in the episode description, but I'll also probably tweet out the link to it as well. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post about it there. So in the music world, we've been getting a lot of new music lately. We got a new album by Claro, and I've listened to it a little bit, and I so far I really like what I hear. It's very cinematic to me and less like pop music, so I'm super interested to listen to the rest of the album and see what the vibe is. Then Lord is going to be dropping her new single sometime soon, and she's doing some performances recently, so make sure to check those out. And this is kind of funny, but if you've been keeping up with Little Nas X, then you know that he was sued by Nike for creating a shoe that looked very similar to the And then he was also sued because in this shoe, it was to support one of his singles, so he had like a drop of human blood in the shoe, so he got sued for that as well. And the trial for that was sometime this week, but the whole scandal itself turned out to be a complete fluke and publicity stunt for his new single, which is called Industry Baby. So I hope the single's good because he had all of us on our toes about that. But I guess it's the summer, so people are going to be releasing a lot of new music. And the song for today is also kind of a newer song, but it's not the newest from the artist Conan Gray. So the song today, Astronomy, is definitely a ballad written by Conan Gray. And it's also a pretty sad song. It's about like drifting apart from someone that you love. But even though the song is really sad, it has like this really pretty and gorgeous melody that is fun to sing along to and get stuck in your head. And that's the thing with sad songs is most of the time they actually sound really pretty. So they're really nice to listen to and to sing along to. But then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh my gosh, this is depressing. I find myself in that trap all the time. And this song is no exception. So I found Conan Gray kind of where I assume everyone would find Conan Gray. The first song I ever heard of his was Heather, and that was on TikTok when I heard it. And then after that, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of really good. So I listened to a few of his other songs, and I didn't really get into him, I would say, until I thoroughly listened to his debut album, Kid Crow. It is a great album, and that album really showcases his songwriting abilities. So then I finally got into him after I listened to his full album, and I listen to him now. And I'd say I listen to him now pretty often. He's a pretty small artist, I would say, but he's also not super small. Like, he has had a couple of radio hits, but he's definitely small enough to the point that he can still grow from here, and so it's I'm super excited to see where his career does grow from here, because I do think he's going to get a lot more attractive 
interaction with more singles that he puts out. With that, let's get to know Conan Gray a little bit more before we talk about his new song, Astronomy. So Conan Lee Gray was born on December 5th, 1998. This makes him a Sagittarius, and he was born in Lemon Grove, California. And when he was really young, as an infant, his family actually moved back to Hiroshima, Japan, because his grandfather was ill. And then after two years of living in Japan, they moved back to California, where his parents divorced when he was only three. And due to his father being in the military, Gray moved around a lot when he was a kid, and he moved around 12 times throughout his entire childhood, where he eventually settled in Georgetown, Texas. And this is where he remained for his teenage years. Side note, I had no idea that Conan Gray actually lived basically in Austin or like on the outskirts of Austin during his teenage years. And he was born in 1998. So it's really weird that he's like the same age as me. So maybe we could have like ran into each other's schools or something, but that's kind of crazy. It's always crazy to me when someone from your hometown is famous, even though my hometown is a big city. So there's a lot of famous people that are from here, but it's still, it's still mind-boggling to me. He says that Central Texas actually inspired a lot of his music because in his teenage years, that's when he really got into his music. He moved back to California after high school when he was accepted into UCLA, and he uploaded vlogs, covers, and original songs onto YouTube as a teen. He signed a record deal with Republic Records in 2018, and he created his YouTube channel in 2013. In 2017, he self-released his debut single, Idol Town. It gained 14 million streams on Spotify and 12 million views on YouTube, which is huge. In 2018, he released the single, Generation Y, under Republic Records, and released his debut EP, Sunset Seasons. Conan Gray's career really reminds me a lot of Troy Sivan's career, where he was a vlogger and YouTuber that posted his music on YouTube and then got signed to a record label that way. So it's super cool that people are still doing that today. They're still finding platforms on YouTube or maybe even TikTok, and then their music career builds from there. During this time in 2017, Gray opened up for bands like Girl in Red and Panic at the Disco and played many concert festivals. He then released his debut studio album, Kid Crow, in March 2020, which debuted number five on the Billboard 200. In the U.S., Kid Crow was declared the biggest new artist debut and the top pop solo debut album since Camila Cabello's self-titled album back in 2018. The lead single off of Kid Crow Maniac had commercial success being certified gold here in the U.S., and in August 2020, Heather, another single off Kid Crow, blew up on TikTok, making it Gray's first entry on the Billboard Hot 100 and becoming the most commercially successful single off the album since Maniac. So Gray describes his music as pop, indie pop, acoustic pop, and bedroom pop. Taylor Swift is his biggest inspiration, stating that he was raised by her and is the biggest Swifty. Taylor Swift actually praised Kid Crow on Instagram, and this kind of started the running joke that Gray is almost like Taylor's son because their music is very similar and their songwriting is very similar. Other influences of Conan Gray are Lord, The Chicks, and Adele. A lot of people compare him and Olivia Rodrigo's music, and they call Olivia and Conan Taylor Swift's children. While Conan does have some songs that have LGBTQ themes to them, he does not label his sexuality, but to me this makes his music realistic and his experiences more relatable to his audience and who he is, and he has stated that he hasn't been in any kind of serious relationship, and a lot of his love songs 
are kind of fake scenarios that he made up or they're kind of sad pining love songs like Heather. And sad love songs is a great segue into the song that we are going to be talking about today which is astronomy. So astronomy uses a lot of like space themes and a lot of like planet imagery in the song just to kind of symbolize this growing distance between him and this other person. So the first verse of the song we get Conan kind of setting up a scene. He goes, we drive through the woods, rich neighborhoods to watch. We joked as we looked that they were too good for us. Because socially speaking, we were the same with runaway fathers and mothers who drank. A tale old as time, young love don't last for life. It seems like for with the young people lately, we get a lot of driving in car imagery that I kind of really like because it's it paints a really good picture of like Conan and this other person driving around niche, rich neighborhoods and looking at the nice houses and just kind of joking around and bonding with this person who kind of has a shared experience with you. And this first verse is honestly kind of cute. It's kind of sweet. But the last line, a tale old as time, young love don't last for life, kind of sets up something sadder that's going to be coming along in the song. And then the pre-chorus, Conan goes, and now I know, now I know, it's time to go, it's time to go. So he kind of brings down the mood a little bit of that first verse to set us up into the chorus that goes, we've traveled the seas, we've ridden the stars, we've seen everything from Saturn to Mars. As much as it seems like you own my heart, it's astronomy, we're two worlds apart. I like the line, it's astronomy, we're two worlds apart. Like he uses the word astronomy almost as a verb, and this is the definition of being two worlds apart and drifting away from someone else. And this course honestly makes me think of the movie Treasure Planet. I don't know if anyone listening has seen it, but it's like a space pirate movie. So like they're on ships and they're flying through the sky and it's very spacey while also kind of being like piratey and sea. So like when Conan says we've traveled the seas, we've ridden the stars, it just that's just kind of what my mind first thought of. And the melody to this song that we'll talk about later is just so gorgeous that it pairs with kind of like this dreamy space-like feeling here. And then in the second verse, Conan says, From far away, I wish I'd stayed with you, but here face to face, a stranger that I once knew. I thought if I wanted, I'd fall back in love. You said distance brings fondness, but guess not with us. The only mistake that we didn't make was run. So th if the first verse is like a setup of the relationship Conan had with this person, the second verse tears that away completely. Like the idea of being so close to someone and then all of a sudden that they're a stranger to you is really heartbreaking. And the fact that Conan says from far away, I wish I'd stayed with you. He wants to be with this person. He wants to stay with this person. But that distance that's supposed to bring fondness didn't with them. And so they've made one good mistake, which was run. And so now that he's kind of on the outside looking in, he realizes that they should have separated sooner or they should have ran away sooner. So the second verse kind of brings us into those sad boy and sad girl hours. And then in the chorus, he repeats... We've traveled the seas, we've ridden the stars, we've seen everything from Saturn to Mars. As much as it seems like you own my heart, it's astronomy, we're two worlds apart. But the real turning point of the song comes into the bridge, like a lot of songs do. He says, stop trying to keep us alive. You're pointing at stars in the sky that already died. Stop trying to keep us alive. You can't force the stars to align when they've already died. Wow. Let me just repeat that. Stop trying to keep us alive. You're pointing at stars in the sky that already died. Stop trying to keep us alive. You can't force the stars to align when they've already died. If the second verse was heartbreaking, the bridge punches you in the gut 
with a very reality kind of line, you cannot keep something alive that is already dead, and that is what Conan is trying to express here about his relationship with this person. It is a fascinating concept when you look up at the sky at night and you see all these really bright lights, but they're from stars that are dead because that light takes forever to reach Earth. So I love that he uses that as a metaphor for this relationship that he has with this person. It really delivers well and it really hurts well. And then he ends the song with one last chorus. And we've traveled the seas, we've read the stars. And to me, after the bridge, when we get this last chorus, it's kind of like a final little statement here. As much as it seems that, like, you own my heart, it's astronomy, we're two worlds apart. So even though Conan had put up this facade of this person still being in his life and owning his heart, it's actually astronomy, we are two worlds apart, we are stars that have already died. And the lyrics to me have this great space theme to them. I think space is kind of like unknown and very dreamy and perfect thing to write about in music. And the music that goes along with this song really pairs very nicely because this song is kind of like a ballad that slowly builds. It's a lot of just raw emotion that is coming from Conan and coming from his vocals. So the song starts off with a very pretty acoustic guitar sound and guitar chords. And the chords aren't very standard, so they have kind of like clashing notes in them, which kind of gives us this like, I don't want to say jazzy, but kind of just gives us this more dreamy space-like theme to it. And then Conan comes in when he sings, and he has the softest voice. And I love his voice because it is very controlled. His voice has like the softness of cursive singing but without the vowels. And he does belt sometimes and he belts a little bit in this song. But his head voice and his falsetto voice is really where he shines. And he has a very high falsetto that sounds very ethereal and it's very pretty. But in the verses of this song we get a little bit of a taste of his lower range and some soft harmonies that are added in the pre-chorus when he sings and now I know now I know. The beginning of this song is just very soft compared to the ending that is very loud, but the chorus comes in and we get this very soft beat of the drum. Nothing too overwhelming, just something that kind of makes you want to like sway back and forth. And then after the chorus, we get this like ascending piano melody that joins in to kind of like pick up the pace of the song a little bit. And then there's like this really cool voice effect that Conan Gray does, where it's like, uh, that kind of makes me think of that like treasure planet flying on a spaceship in space. It's really gorgeous to me. And after the course, this is kind of where we get like the first big build and brings us back down to the second verse. And the second verse takes us back to the softness that we had in the first verse. So we kind of have that build in the course. And then we go back to the low ballad of the second verse. But the second verse is way different than the first verse. It builds pretty fast here and we have drums that are added. And I think this kind of alludes to the lyrics that are kind of switched here like we talked about. It's like the first verse the lyrics are very sweet but there is kind of like a dark sad underbelly to them and then the second verse is kind of more of an acceptance of this relationship that has just kind of really gone wrong. So the music kind of mirrors that by adding the drums in. And then when Conan sings, now look what we've done, this melody line is really heartbreaking because he kind of takes it up the octave and it kind of sounds like he's screaming it. 
he just puts a lot of emotion into his vocals and that's this is like the first example of that and then because the second first is a little bit louder the second chorus is a little bit louder as well but it's basically the same music wise just maybe more swaying but really what the second chorus is trying to do is it's trying to build up to the bridge and the bridge leads in with this big minor chord for like the drama of it all and the bridge is the biggest part of the song and I believe the bridge is the strongest lyric wise of the song as well. In the bridge when he sings you can't force the stars to align then he goes they've already died and on they've already died he kind of slows it down and then died he belts kind of like a higher note and then he repeats that line oh we've died and belts even higher so it kind of like builds and builds to like the word died which is kind of like the message he's trying to get across that this relationship is already dead and the belt there is very controlled and then after that he goes into this ooh that goes into this like high falsetto that is almost kind of like in a woman's range as well and then we go into the third chorus and the third chorus keeps this bill that we've built into the bridge, so the third chorus is the loudest, and it's musically different, because on the first line, when we've traveled the seas, we've ridden the stars, the drum really kicks in, and the bass drum hits on every beat, and then on ridden the stars, we get this boom into a big beat drop that then finishes out the song. And like I said, this is the loudest part of the song, and he even changes the melody line, so he's telling the listeners, hey, this third chorus is the biggest and it's different. And then the music cuts out for him to sing two worlds apart on his own. And then the song ends. So the song kind of ends very soft and just Conan, very much how the song begins. So my favorite parts of this song is definitely the bridge, especially the bridge, the last chorus, mainly because it's the loudest part of the song, but also because the lyrics of the bridge, like I talked about, are just so good to me and so heartbreaking. Another favorite part of the whole song is that it builds to like this climactic finish. It's not super dramatic like some other songs we've talked about that have like a steady build, but the song does build enough to where when we get to that last chorus and the ending that it's very satisfying. And I do like how the song musically builds alongside its lyrics. So as Conan is kind of like coming to this realization that this relationship was never good and that they really are two worlds apart, the music mirrors that in the bridge, especially when he sings, oh, we've died. He just wrote that very well. And I think it comes across like he wants it to in the song. And I think listeners really enjoy that. And then the melody is also just really pretty in this song. It matches kind of like the astronomy themes of the lyrics to me. It just matches like this dreamy vibe of space and kind of like this ethereal sound that he's going for. So what this song does well is give us a very heartbreaking theme of drifting away from someone that you were in a close relationship with and he pairs that really well with his lyrics and the very pretty and ethereal melody that goes with it. So you've listened to astronomy and you kind of got the feel for it now, but you want some other artists that are very similar to Conan Gray in the way they write songs and in the way they write their music. So the first song today that I think is very similar to Astronomy is going to be Talk Me Down by Troy Savon. Conan Gray really reminds me 
of Troye Sivan early days. I think they're two very similar artists. It's kind of funny now to think that maybe Conan Gray is a little bit bigger than Troye Sivan. These two really just remind me of each other and I think Troye Sivan himself has paved the way for a lot of young male singer-songwriters in this industry and so there's a lot of people that sound like him to me and Conan Gray is definitely one of them. This song, Talk Me Down, is one of Troy's ballads off of his first album, Blue Neighborhood, and it has kind of that same build and bedroom pop vibes that Conan has. I'd definitely say that Conan is a little bit more indie pop, while Troy Sivan can be kind of electro bedroom pop. So if you like Troy Sivan, you should check out Conan Gray, and if you like Conan Gray, you should check out Troy Sivan. The second song today is going to be Moral of the Story by Ash. Moral of the Story has the same dramatic theme as Astronomy. Ash is an indie singer-songwriter as well, and she is probably a little bit more indie alt compared to Conan's bedroom pop, but they really write music in the same way, and they're young, and they have kind of these same lived experiences. And Ash's debut album was actually just released this year. Give it a listen. It makes me kind of feel like that I'm in a musical, and I really like it. The third song today is going to be Bon Iver by MX M Tune. This song is a little bit more upbeat than Astronomy, but it's very dreamy, late night drive kind of vibe like Astronomy has, and it also kind of has the same acoustic pop vibe. And MX M Tune also has like the same acoustic pop vibes as Conan Gray. She's just probably a little bit more doty like in the fact that she uses a lot of ukuleles in her music. She's also a little bit jazzier than Conan Gray is, while Conan kind of resorts more to basic pop music. But like I said, they have very similar writing styles, and she's also young like him, so they write about very similar things. So I really like Conan Gray's music. He's a great songwriter. He's great if you want to jam because he has a lot of songs that aren't like astronomy that are very happy or they're very fun. He also has some songs that kind of critique the world we live in so it's not just like love songs and heartbreaking songs but his story to me is like very important to the youth of today and I'm loving that younger songwriters are able to write more vulnerable songs and not feel like they need to keep putting out radio hits in order to stay afloat. And I think that's great because that just makes their music all the more realistic. And I really like how real Conan is when he writes and how honest he is in his writing because that honestly makes him more relatable to people like me and to his fans when, when he's honest. And I hope to see great things from him in the future. I have not seen him live because when he really got big, that's when the pandemic hit. So Conan, please come back to your hometown area of Central Texas so I can see one of your shows. But I really do hope to see great things for him in the future and I hope to see more albums. And Astronomy is just one of his newest singles that he released along with People Watching. That's the most recent one and that's also a really great song that you should check out. So he definitely hasn't stopped writing music and we'll probably see more of him in the future. The beautiful melody heartbreaking lyrics and space theme is why astronomy by conan gray is my song of the week thank you for listening to the 10th episode of hannah's song of the week if you want to hear more of my ramblings on some of my favorite songs make sure to come back every friday on spotify apple Podcasts, and amazon music if you want to learn more about me and keep up to date with the podcast, you can check out my Twitter linked in the episode below. 
thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music. And don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye-bye. Thank you.